0: seen the death of public speaking. If you were to ask just under a year ago, actually, communication experts around the world about the state of public speaking, um, there was actually like a bit of a global discussion going on saying that the finer art of, of, of the big eloquent speech had kind of gone out the window. Part of the reason for that was, of course, the former President Trump, who had very much influenced the style of public speaking when he surprisingly came to power in 2016. And the idea of uh, uh, communication in its Sunday finest, a person actually taking their like utmost time to prepare something eloquent and have it heard, and for that to be a powerful thing, was actually something that was discussed as maybe it was a thing of the past. And then, let's have a look at February 2022, right? And what actually came on our television screens, what came up everywhere, and what has actually been such a major part of this terrible year that we now have behind us after the Ukrainian invasion right Mm. it's so Mm. interesting suddenly you have Zelensky with his incredible gift for for both eloquence and and presence on the screen and i mean he must have a huge big batch of cool script writers around him he just (laughs) has to right and then on the other side you have what we perceive coming from the kremlin how we interpret it all how we look at the body language the tone of voice whatever's around putin on the television Mm -hmm. screens when we see it And then, of course, the other players. You have have your Jens Stoltenberg of NATO. You have the the, the big chiefs in the uh, Gutierrez at the table for the UN. And, again, we're looking at a big bunch of men, actually. There are some women out there, too. But we are looking at people actually using speeches as the potent weapon that they are. So, I thought this would be a good introduction to take us into this idea of ergo-ego. So... Hi, we are a Norwegian communication company, we are called ErgoEgo, we are situated in Norway, we are uh, communication and behavioural experts, we work around the world, and we are kind of constantly curious about how we can help people to get better, braver, wiser and more authentic when they speak in front of big and small audiences. In front of the camera, in front of the microphone, even by the water cooler, I guess. Mm -hmm. If you communicate with one person even, that being a colleague, a friend or a partner or your crew as a leader. We like, and we've kind of fallen in love with the expression communication intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to be clear straight away, we don't mean it in the same way as the military phrase. (laughs) That's not (laughs) what we're doing here. But still, uh, something similar actually. We're trying now to work every day to explore what we mean and what lies behind this expression. So... I am uh, the founding partner. I am my name is Hannah Lindbeck and I am the entrepreneur behind Ego, and I'm currently a partner together with my delicious co-partners Saul Cambridge, hello, and Barrett Booman. Hello. Barrett Booman. You work mostly as a communication and presenter trainer and coach. You also have a long past from the television industry, don't you, behind the camera. Um if I take it over to you, what
1: what is he, What is communication intelligence to you these days? Um, in our Ergo Eagle crew, every one of us have one or two feet in the performing arts as actors, singers, or TV presenters and journalists. So we are more than interested in the art of how your voice and body serve the words when we are communicating. Um, and... These days, I'm deeply into how you present the story, because I like words and I like well-structured stories, but how and what do you need to do to make the story fly? And there lies the beauty. How you say your speech and how you don't say it, then you can cause an effect. Um, And when you get nervous or afraid of not saying the right things, we've all been there. Um, when self-consciousness and fear gets in your way and, and self-consciousness can destroy what you really want to achieve. So what do you really want the audience to feel after you're finished? That's that's the question. So I love to discover what, what happens to the voice and the body language when you dare to be sincere and when you work hard to forget about yourself and just focus on the listener. Here lies the the beauty of a really splendid presentation. And I love to be curious on how to help presenters to get there. I think it's, I'm not sure if I quote it the right way, but the American poet Maya Angelou said something about, people don't remember what you say, but how you make them feel. And that's where where we are coming in.
0: It totally is, isn't it? I I think that's more or less correct. It is in my Angelo yeah yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. (laughs) Um, Over to you, Mr. Saul Cambridge. Yes. So, with the background, first as a business lawyer in the City of London, and then moving on to an acting career, a journalist career, and now here you are. (laughs) We'll have to go into that weird old CV some other time, but... You speak to me. Tell me about the idea of communication intelligence. What is it in your head?
2: Well, did you hear that I like a nice metaphor? Yes. I think you heard, right?
0: I heard that in the past some time. To answer your question,
2: here's one of my favorite metaphors. Uh, I love tennis. I love the the sport of tennis for real. Uh, I think Kasperud, for example, not doing so bad for Norway. So imagine in, in the real world tennis, if we can all agree, there's one ball flying through the air at any one time. Now, actually, Barrett just talked about how to make a story fly. Hang on to that thought. So in in real-world tennis, Djokovic, Nadal, Rud, there's one ball moving between the the two players. Now, the metaphor suggests, I think beautifully, it is like a dialogue. It's like they're sending and exchanging a signal. They're exchanging energy. Now, in our communication tennis, ergo-ego tennis, magic tennis... There's hundreds and hundreds of balls flying through the air every second of the game. Let me just explain a bit more. So again, berrett's talked about the how. Um, in magic tennis that we all play, it's happening right now as I sit next to you, um, we are sending a cloud of balls that is like verbal, verbal signals, my words. There's a cloud of balls which are nonverbal. My How am I using my voice? How is my body language? How's my eye contact? How's my posture? All that stuff. So you've got this sense of magic tennis, where instead of uh, Djokovic and uh, Nadal, it's speaker and listener at opposite ends of the, the communication court. And the speaker, of course, is sending and serving the balls, the signals, and the listener is receiving them. And hopefully... If it's going well, sending them back. So the sense is it's this incredibly sophisticated game that we actually play. And I love the metaphor because it, it suggests to me so powerfully, it's a game for more than one person. It's not just about the speaker and it's not just about the listener. We need to sort of play this smart, wise, inspired game of tennis together.
1: It's about the behavior. Yes, Mm. it's
2: about the behavior, thank you, and how to make the story fly, how to send those balls through the air, making smart choices about what what shot do I need to play now? Mm. But rather than it's, it's not like I win, you lose... That's real tennis. In communication tennis, it's a it should be a win-win. How can I serve the balls to you in the best way that you're going to sort of send them back? And, and off we go. We build a good game together.
0: And I love the word that you just used in communication skills, the idea that you have a choice. We do. I heard the leader say the other day, he said, oh, I found I had to weigh my words. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yes, that's it. When we start weighing our words, when we are able to be intelligent... On the ground, on the spot—that's when I think we are approaching communication. I've been on
2: stage with you, stages with you. I've heard you say so many times: there's never just one way to mm. solve a communication challenge. It's choice.
0: Very, yeah. very true. Very, very true. Um,
2: can I turn the the? Can I send you a ball now? Is you, that okay?
0: It's all right. <laughs> I can take it. I'm a big girl.
2: So you, we we've known you over these years, Hannah, actor, author. Uh, Shaker remover generally in the world of communication <laughs> come on what does CI communication intelligence what does that say to you these days?
0: Well when I speak to leaders out there it's very interesting because um, apparently just up to an, a few years ago uh, some research supported the idea that if you were to build a leadership development program you would find that such and so and so many percentages of that program would have to be about communication and now there's some re- recent research really supporting the idea that that percentage has, a, has increased enormously. So up to 85%, apparently, if you were to make an adequate leadership development program for a group of people these days, would have to be about communication. Mm-hmm. And I think the way we communicate has also really changed, and everyone I speak to really recognize this, because what has gone? The factor of time for preparation. There's so much like live in situ communication Mm. needed from you right here and now, right there and then where you get very little time to think, very little time to reflect, very little time to prepare. So being communicatively intelligent... If if we're talking about people at work, if we're not talking about people at home, that'll have to be another podcast, right? (laughs) Or another company. If we're talking about people at work, I think the idea of being um, uh, on top of your pitches, on top of your strategy, on top of your like knowing what you want to achieve with every single little piece of your day actually Mm -hmm. sounds frustrating. But it is the way to actually increase what the communication can do for you right and that's it at the end of the day isn't it yeah. we're not here to just become eloquent uh, brilliant or- orators or speakers it's about what communication can actually achieve yeah on the receiving end
2: making smart choices yeah how you've talked about what we need to achieve in a day mm. uh, absolutely and then how how can we best behave yes. think interact to 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 hit those goals yes yeah Well, thank you. Uh, It falls upon me to say thank you uh, for for this opportunity. And and also to all of you for listening. In this series of podcasts, we are going to talk um, about a number of things in this amazing galaxy that is uh, communication intelligence, human communication. It is a galaxy. We're going to be seeking stars. We're going to be talking with stars, people who are also like us, curious, thought leaders, great communicators. And together, we're going to discover how we can all basically just be better at this 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 thing called communication intelligence so please do join us come fly with us we really hope you're going to join us on this amazing journey